Hi, this is Eli from the Magic Way Podcast, and you are listening to the BS Podcast Network. This is the Magic Our Way Podcast with my mutants, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. They're cut above the rest, bub. <laughs> You're the best there is at what you do, and what you do is pretty nice. <laughs> Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast! Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And we're coming to you from across the universe, man. Um, what basically boils down is the schedules just kind of got crazy, and we don't have time to record a regular show during the week. So we have these evergreen hubs that we had stored away for just such an occasion. Yes, and we would be happy to explain to you exactly why the reason is that we're missing this week, but we don't know because we haven't come across it yet. But as Kevin is one to always be prepared, we have recorded a couple of segments here and there. We made sure the topics that we discussed were things that would still be relevant in and when you hear it. Yeah. So the opinions are fresh. The ideas are sane. It's just you're hearing it a little bit later than when we recorded it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, for all we know, we might have already explained it the show before. I mean, I don't know what's happening, but chances are, our, you know, our future selves have already said, hey, why we're not going to be around. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? That's kind of spooky. It's almost like Bill and Teddish. Oh, that is true. Yeah. We just went back in time and told ourselves, hey, you're not recording next week. So maybe you should record something. Maybe we should hop in the Magic Our Way phone booth and find out. I know. And then we can all be in the studio together and it'd be like four of us. So me, Kevin, and George Carlin are trekking through the cosmos trying to save the past. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we, we, here's a little show for to, our history report yeah, for a history report because, you know, I got to talk to Beef Oven. Um, so uh, enjoy this hub, man. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy it and uh, we'll catch you next time. Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the queue, and this is a segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. And boy, do we have some news, man. And look, uh, just like I said in the intro, uh, this is a show from the future. However, we're traveling back to the future and recording this quick little sn- uh, snippet because some news broke today regarding uh, Magical Express as well as Extra Magic Hours. And uh, before we get into all that, just uh, remind you, uh, on show 350, I talked about this high-speed rail called Brightline that was going to be connecting Disney Springs to the MCO, the Orlando International Airport. And the reason why I bring that up is this may or may not be related to the news happening that was broken today. And we're recording this currently on Monday. This is the Monday before the Wandu Wednesday in which you're listening to the show, uh, January 11th. And so I'll toss it to our travel agent. Lee Lastovica of Magical Moments of Vacations, who's going to tell us what is going on and why Brightline may be uh, connected with this or is not. So what's up, man? What's, what, what broke today? Lots of stuff going on, man. Uh, this is just uh, one of those things that when you hear it, you step back and you go, wow, really? I d- didn't see that coming. But uh, <laughs> let me break it down for you real quick. I'm going to give you the official press release that was... Uh, you know, the, the, the company line, so to speak, from Disney, from the, from the Disney Corporation. Uh, we received, all travel agents received an email today, and it reads like this. For nearly 50 years, Walt Disney World Resort has continued to evolve the guest experience to best suit the changing times. As we plan for the future, we are looking at how needs and preferences are changing across the travel industry, particularly in the way people want to get to places faster at their convenience. 
Vacationers have more options to choose from than ever for transportation, including rideshare services that save time and offer more flexibility to go where you want, when you want. In light of this shift, when Disney Resort Hotel bookings open for stays in 2022, we will no longer offer Disney's Magical Express service for airport transportation, starting with arrivals on January 1st, 2022. We will continue to operate the service for new and existing reservations made at Disney Resort Hotels for arrivals through 2021. Additionally, complimentary transportation services such as buses, monorails, and the Disney Skyliner will continue to be available within Walt Disney World Resort for Disney Resort hotel guests, including to and from all four theme parks. So that's the first story. The Magical Express will be discontinued in 2022. So I think there's obviously going to be a pretty strong reaction to this. Um, You know, definitely Magical Express is one of those things that sets Walt Disney World apart from the others, from SeaWorld, from Universal, things like that. It's um, definitely a big selling point for travel agents to be able to say, hey, man, once you get off that plane, Disney's going to take care of your luggage. Uh, All you got to do is just get on this bus, go to your hotel, and go have fun. Um, That's not going to be an option anymore. Um, And for some people, maybe that isn't their best option anyway. As mentioned here, uh, a lot of people would prefer to not wait for that bus and not wait for, you know, 30, 40 other people to have to get loaded up in order for them to get where they want to go. They prefer to do Uber or cab or, you know, rent a car, things like that. So, Lee, I'm curious. uh, When do you uh, start booking, like, January trips? Because I'm trying to figure out, like, how much time you have to prepare your spiel. Right. You got a year to, to prep it up and, you know, make it sound good. But, you know, starting probably mid year, maybe around June this year, will uh, people, the 2022 should open up and then we will have to be telling those clients that that's not an option or we just won't even offer it as an option, I guess is a better way to say it. Uh, just don't mention it. Yeah, so you got about five months <laughs> to prepare your spiel. And, uh, and again, uh, you know, it's going to be real easy to just trash talk Disney right now. And, um, you know, you know, another decision, another money decision, things like that. Personally, this is just me, and this is not me as a travel agent, just me as my own personal, you know, trips and things like that. I get this. You know, I understand that it's, you know, the times we're living in. I understand that, you know, they've got to find ways to make money or cut money or, you know, to save on the budget and things like that. I get that. I kind of just wish it wouldn't act like it's all the client. That it's like, oh, people just want, don't want to ride the bus anymore. Well, so a lot of people do. Um, I'd, I'd rather them just say, hey, guys, um, you know, unfortunately, due to, you know, the, the current situation we're in, we're having to find ways to, you know, to uh, not cut other areas. And we felt like this was a way that we could, you know, not cut things in the park or whatever. I mean, don't try to say it's our our fault, you know, as a guest that y'all are doing this. That's 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 I think what I take away from it more than anything else. Yeah. It's like they're, they're telling it, it's they're, they're telling us it's what we want. <laughs> it's like we we wouldn't do this if not for you guys wanting this so terribly that we just we, we have to evolve and we have to give it to you because you want convenience when you want it and it's all just nonsense. It really is. Well, I mean, then you're, you're admitting right away that your your current system is, I guess, not good enough is a way to say it. Like, okay, you know, we're, we're slow and uh, we don't give you much options is what they're saying. So pretty much. Yeah. But I don't, I've never had that problem. Right. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, 20, 30 minute trip, maybe tops like, and you're at your hotel. I don't think that's terrible. Maybe. I mean, what are you saving 15 minutes by getting an Uber? Well, I don't even know if you're saving that. I mean, we, I mean, Uber 
probably is more efficient, but when you think about not having the delay of having to find your luggage carousel and then waiting for them to hit the button and send the bags through and then waiting for your bag to come along and then picking it up and then lugging it through the airport, having to find where the transportation area is, then you got to order the Uber, wait for the Uber, hope you don't get some psycho that'll murder you and your family. And I mean, technically you have to pick up your bags right now uh, due to COVID, but you know, I would assume that once everything's back to normal, that the Magical Express would have gone back to normal. But well, for sure, absolutely, and and that's, I mean, that's the idea behind it. So you can understand them having to make adjustments now for the the times that we're living in. They're not talking about now; they're talking about 2022. I I I'm hoping that in 2022 we're not as all afraid to take the bus as they seem to think we will be. But anyway, yeah, no, going back to what I was saying before, I don't know that it shaves off that much time. I mean, usually when I, whenever we've gone, we go straight down to the Magical Express. It's, it's a long walk, it, it, it is, to get to the end of the uh, area where the uh, Magic Express is. But yeah, I usually you walk in, you scan your band, you go stand in line, and you're on that bus within 15 minutes. I don't know that the timing wouldn't be about the same. But uh Maybe you shave off 10 to 15 minutes. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. I, I prefer, you know, because the magic, Magical Express kind of made you feel like this is the start of the vacation. I've already scanned my band. I'm seeing people with giant Mickey hands. I'm on a bus. They show me a preview of things to come, things to do in the park. The kids are geeking out. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you're going to be losing all that. And it, it, that sucks. I mean, it really does suck. Yeah, on top of the, the cool thing about the magic is that when you check your luggage in at the home airport uh you don't see it again until it's in your room which is that's that's kind of a neat thing i mean granted that's how the system worked before covid but that was uh what made it pretty unique in and of itself well you had brought up that the whole brightline train thing kevin and maybe there's more information on that but i, I was thinking about that i mean that okay so if, if that that's due to be finished in 2023 correct yeah that's what i was that's what i was wondering why uh it, it if this has any bearing on it, because yeah, the articles that I've read when I did that uh, state that um, they hope to have it going, starting uh, construction or whatever else in 2022, uh, which means that, you know, e- even if they end the bus or Magical Express, uh, the, expre- the high speed rail service wouldn't be ready to up and running until 23, unless they're ahead of schedule or something or something worked out or surprise, here it is ready to go in 2022, you know, but I don't, I don't know. It seems kind of quick. I don't know that that's going to be much. It's not going to be a suitable replacement for the Magical Express for sure, because I mean, it, it's going to drop you off at Disney Springs. I mean, if you're a family of, uh, of eight and you've got mom and dad and a bunch of suitcases and car seats and strollers, and they drop you off at Disney Springs, what is it going to do to you getting back to the Wilderness Lodge? That's <laughs> going to suck, man. Like. <laughs> you got you lugging your kids and the luggage and hey Johnny pick up the bag man come on let's go I don't know maybe I mean I'm also like hopeful that there's going to be some kind of like maybe a middle ground they can figure out to where maybe there's a way to they'll just take your bags but they don't have to bus you you know I mean again that's I'm just like dreaming or something here but that would be to me a a, a reasonable solution like they could still get your bags for you. They could still drop you off at their hotel, but then they're not having to pay for a whole uh, bus system and uh, the drivers to get over to the airport and things like that. You just Uber or even if the, the light rail is ready, 
you can just jump on that and go to Disney Springs. And that's even a win for them because now they're dropping you off in Shopping Central, you know, something like that. But yeah, I mean, who wants to, that's not going to be a replacement for sure because no one's going to want to, I mean, can you imagine just like hauling like 12 suitcases through Disney Springs? <laughs> brutal. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, I just I don't see how that is in any way going to be, be a, a, an acceptable substitute for a family. You're just better off getting the Uber or renting the car. Yeah, and you rent the car, then you got to pay to park the car at the hotel now. Oh, they're getting their money. Yeah, one way or the other, they're going to get their money out of you. That's what I was wondering because I was like, well, maybe one of the reasons why they canceling the service is just to help their tourism or transportation uh, industry for the state. Because they're just that nice? I'm sure there's something there's something else to it, but I mean there's no... I Trust me, I don't want to start my trip getting in there with you know with Biff, and Biff is playing some crazy stuff or like, you know, saying, oh, hey, what do you, what do you, what do you want? How's your vacation going? Like, you know... Your wife's kind of hot. Yeah! Like, we're... we're I just had my fifth divorce, and I got to talk to somebody. No, Biff, I don't want to talk about it, Biff. I just want to go on a vacation. Uh, it 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 could be something where I kind of would miss the bus. I would. I, I'm kind of agreeing with y'all. Uh, it was nice to have something that I knew my luggage would be waiting for me. Now I, I don't have to worry about luggage. I mean, it was a it was a whole experience, and yeah, that's going to be gone. I think there is something to a reason why they do that. They're just not saying. Maybe there's an incentive they get from the state for you know adding somebody to the economy by taking this out. But okay, I got a, probably a more realistic thing that's going to happen is they'll reopen it and it'll be some kind of a VIP experience that you get to pay for. Yeah, that's more like and just like Lee said. Like you'll have to figure out a way to get your own stuff back to your room. But hey. If for a ten dollar fee, we'll make sure your bag gets to your room. Yeah. Meanwhile, good luck. You get there. Sorry, the Uber driver bugged you. You'll get half of what you had before, but you have to pay for it. Yeah. Man, that's a load of uh, magic. Yeah, you go. <laughs> Baloney. <laughs> we won't stand Baloney. You just knew Disney wasn't going to rest until they figured out a way to strangle every last bit of value out of your Disney vacation va- uh, dollars. I mean, the, the days of leaving Disney property and thinking that you got great value for your money, I mean, I think it's officially over now. I mean, one by one, every single perk, every convenience, every incentive has gone. I mean, now when you leave property, you do so knowing that you paid for everything that you did. I mean, what is there anything left at this point that they can take away? I guess something they can take away. <laughs> What's that? Well, if you want to jump into the next one, they're going to take something else away. <laughs> oh, no. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just factoring it in. But, yeah, that's probably not a bad idea because I think these two things are a little bit more connected. They're going to take away your pride. That's what they they taken away. You add that to the list. But go ahead. Oh, they've been having that. They got us <laughs> walking around in Mickey ears and goofy ears. <laughs> they got a pride. All right, Lee. What's this related thing, Lee? All right, so this is uh, coming soon. Early theme park entry. We know how much guests enjoy extra park time, so coming later this year as part of our 50th anniversary celebration, Disney Resort hotel guests and guests of other select hotels will be able to enjoy more fun with 30-minute early entry to any theme park every day. It'll be a great way to get a jump start on your Disney vacation no matter the day. As a reminder, the Extra Magic Hours benefit was suspended when Walt Disney World Resort reopened last summer. And as we continue to manage attendance with health and safety top of mind, extra magic hours will not return. The new early theme park entry benefit helps us better spread visitation across all four theme parks. 
while providing added flexibility by giving guests extra early park time on each day of their vacation and in the park of their choosing. Please note that guests need valid admission and park reservation made via the Disney Park Pass system in order to enter the theme park. So basically, they're not bringing back the evening extra magic hours, but they're giving you an extra 30 minutes every day. Now, one thing to keep in mind... 30 minutes! That's the first part, right? <laughs> but the, um, the one positive I will add here is that currently your extra morning hours, albeit an hour, two hours, whatever it may be, they're not for every park every day. You know, Monday it's Animal Kingdom, and Wednesday it's Magic Kingdom, and Tuesday it's Epcot, and what have you. So you really had to scramble to, to make your plans work around that to make sure you definitely wanted to go to Epcot on Wednesday or whatever. So now you can go to any park. They're all going to let you in 30 minutes early any day. But, like, 30 minutes is nothing. It's like, hey, well, here's what's bullshit about that, though, is that uh, every park used to open at least 30 minutes early every single day for many, many years. I mean, they're paying this like this is a new offering, but it, it's bullshit. I mean, the, the park cars may say nine, but you, they get a crowd of people outside and they'll let everyone in at 830 anyway. That's exactly it. They've been doing that. They've always done that. The only thing that's new is that not only are they screwing over the Disney Resort guests by taking away the extra magic hours, but they're screwing the off-site guests who no longer gets into the park 30 minutes early because apparently they're going to start regulating who gets in early. So it's the same old shit that they've been doing. It's just that now they've spun it to be like, oh, look what you get for your your money. I mean, 30, what is that? That's enough to do one ride with the way things are spinning. I'd one ride, get yeah, through the turnstile and take a picture in front of the castle and have your kids begging for the balloon. And uh, <laughs> it's like, is it really going to make that much of a difference? I mean, Universal at least does an hour for on-site guests. Now, they've only got two parks, so, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, 30 minutes is like... And that's if Disney <laughs> transportation gets you there on time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're already admitting, like, yeah, we... we Really? I mean, people want to get where they want to get to when they want to get there. So we really, yeah, we, 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 we don't want to do this anymore. But yeah, rely on us and we'll get you 30 minutes early. Yeah, right. We're going to build a high-speed rail from the <laughs> hotels to the uh, parks. They need uh, Eli's idea with, uh, with, uh, with the moving sidewalks. Yeah, Eli's moving sidewalks. <laughs> it's going to be a super skyliner from the airport to... Uh, to your high-speed Skyliner. <laughs> just jettison you. It's just going to strap you in on a piece of, put a little vest around you and some extra uh, hooks and, and just slide you down the rope from the airport to the to the park. I think I've said this once before in the past show. They should totally just do a human slingshot. I, I, I still think that's the way to do it. I mean, yeah, 30 minutes, that ain't, that ain't no magic. That's just terrible. I don't even, I only get up 30 minutes early if I gotta use the bathroom. So, like, I don't even see the the point. So, that's still a mob of people that you still have to fight through to get anything done. It's just now earlier, and the sun is out making you blinded. So, well, no. you know, too, I mean, I think that most people took more advantage of the evening hours than they did the morning hours. I mean, you're on vacation. Most, most people don't want to have to get up at the butt crack of dawn to be on a bus at 7 o'clock or be at the bus at seven to be on a bus to get there by eight, to make sure you're in line to get in by eight 30. You know, it's much easier to say, Hey, we're already here. Let's just stay till midnight. I was going to say too, in the article, is it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't really remember being swamped that much. The times I did extra magic hours at night, like they made it sound like at least in the, some of the article as if no matter when you go, it is bogged down with people. 
But I don't really remember, maybe short of that time we went and met up with Josh and Rachel where they had that marathon and all that stuff was going oh, on. Oh, yeah, that's a marathon. That's a little bit Exactly. <laughs> right. But I think in, in, in typical circumstances, I can't honestly say I remember being in the line as long as if it was a normal day during Extra Magic Hours. So I don't really buy that one. I mean... As far as them have, have an excuse to take that away. Yeah, in fact, uh, most of the parents with young kids would just go. They, they, they'd have to go home. They can't keep their kids out until midnight. I mean, the kids were tired. They've been out all day. They're going home. So you, the, the night owls would have a chance to kind of run roughshod over the park and, and really have a good time and enjoy it. And then you would have early morning hours for the early birds to go ahead and get up and enjoy it. Now it's like, yeah, if you want to go, everyone's got to go at the exact same time and you got 30 minutes to do it. Now, you know, they were doing those extra magic hours you could pay for at one point, too. So I, I guarantee you those are coming back. It's going to lead to that for sure. Yeah. And then but they'll have to probably like, you know, have half the people. So they'll have to charge a little more. You know, guys, screw it. Let's just go to Disneyland, man. Forget <laughs> oh, they got to go get to open Disneyland. first. <laughs> Forget all this. They, they got to get open first. We're a Disneyland podcast. Exactly yeah, it. when they get open, it's still going to be better than what we got going on now, right? I, I'll wait. I will wait for Disneyland to open. I've got no problem. Exactly. I'll, I'll wait, too. <laughs> like I will bet. wait as well. Sounds like a real good bet. And look, I understand some of it. I, I do. I, I, you know, look, some people were of the opinion that, yeah, the, uh, the whole idea of Magical Express was a key kind of keep you in that Disney bubble. So you wouldn't go venture off site and, and need, feel the need to get a rental car and stuff like that. But now, I mean, with the coming of Uber and Lyft as affordable options. You've got grocery services that deliver. Yeah, guests have been able to kind of figure a way to have the best of both worlds. So uh, my suspicion is that Disney just noticed that people were paying for Ubers because leaving property is, is more affordable than in what it used to be. And this is their way of getting us to exhaust our entire Uber budget on a trip down from the airport and back to. I mean, that's like what? Is that going to be like a hundred dollar trip? Well, my thing is that you know, okay, so right now Uber has competition with Magical Express, right? Because Uber is kind of you know it's optional, okay. But now once Magical Express goes away, now all Uber is competing with is the cab companies. So as long as they're cheaper than a cab, then they're going to be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like how if you if you've used Uber or you know Lyft in in any kind of fashion, you know that like. If you travel on a Monday, the the same trip is going to cost you ten dollars. It's going to cost you thirty dollars on a Saturday. So once the Magical Express is out of the equation, what are the prices? What prices are going they going to be charging for Uber and for Lyft and things like that? I mean, there there's going to be no there no sky's the limit, you know. Well, and and the higher that that price goes up, the more you're incentivizing the people who are coming in to now get a rental car. And the more you encourage me to get a rental car, the more I'm going to offset that charge with staying at an Airbnb, which is going to be larger and more comfortable and then have more amenities than, you know, say staying on site. So yeah, no, I, 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 I see this as being something that um, I understand a little bit of where Disney's coming from in this, but I, I do see this pushing people little by little, because as you put it, yeah, What's to stop Uber uh, from from raising their prices? Uber and Lyft right now, just to be able to say like, "Hey, look, we're 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 the only option." Yeah, I'd be curious. Uh, this this is definitely feels like an ongoing thing for sure, right? And uh, I'm definitely curious to see what the Mohicans think about this because there's a lot of moving pieces here, and probably a lot of uh, more developing things to come on the horizon. I guess uh, 
2021 will be an adventure for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see what in 2021 is, is going to be the incentive for staying on site because the only thing I can think of at this point in time is that when fast pass returns, and I think we all think that it will, is that you're really your one positive for staying on site is that you're going to get that preferential booking period where you get to book before everyone else. And that's going to be it. Just to, just to add this at the end, Universal right now does not have any kind of magical express. They have a shuttle and it's like 30 bucks round trip per person. Sold. Uh, yeah. It's not bad. No, it, it really isn't. And then also Universal has that uh, extra magic hour or whatever they do. They do not have fast passes that are free. They have the express pass you got to pay for. So a lot of things I think, I think they're kind of follow, maybe trying to follow that model of monetizing um, some of those extras that, you know, they're like, well, we're doing this for free right now. Why don't we, you know, either get out of the, the transportation business entirely, or maybe they're going to come up with their own uh, pay for option. Universal will give you that express pass for free. If you stay at one of their finer hotels, that is one thing you don't get uh, with the, you can stay at Grand Floridian all you want, but you're not going to get anything more special outside of the accommodations than what you would outside of staying at all-star. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, I know we're trying to end this, but I, I think the next thing you're going to see is what's going to happen with concierge. You know, what, what's going to change with that? that? That may be the next thing that we see shifting. Well, I, I think I think Kevin said it best. It's 2021 is going to be an adventure. And I'm sure if they were to put a movie to it, it would be called Capitalism, The Chase for Your Wallet. And uh, mm-hmm. so there is that to look forward to. <laughs> And we just started, folks. It's, it's only January. <laughs> exactly. Woo! First month of the year. So look, Moicans, ladies and gentlemen, we want to know what you think about all this and what you may think might come down the horizon. Maybe put on some of your uh, creative caps and uh, do some armchair engineering. Uh, get in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts. Show at magicourway.com. Hey, guys, guess what? What? We are in the hub. And guess what I have for the hub? What? What? We have a list. We had, it's been a while since we've done a list, or I presented y'all with a list of which to listen and react to. Oh, present us with your list. Yeah, I got a list here. Uh, this was actually uh, posted in the group by our uh, my cousin Harry. We posted <laughs> this list. In, uh, in, in, my in, cousin uh, Vinny saw that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, and he that's commented awesome. on it. You didn't he see did. that? I did. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, I figured this would be kind of fun to discuss in a show because it's been a while, it's been a long while since I've done a list show. And usually with these list shows, uh, you know, I, we like to examine where these lists that people put together, like, you know, like the top tens and stuff. But this particular one that we were presented with is titled 11 of the Wildest Jobs You Can Have at Disney Theme Parks. Wow. And uh, this was written by Amanda Krauss for TheInsider.com. And the interesting thing is a lot of her resources come from One Day at Disney. Ah, so if you saw that yes. documentary on Disney Plus, this is where she the got documentary, a lot of it. Yeah. Yes, documentary. So in the book, they have a book uh, accompanying it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have to get that book. Did you get the book? No, I did not. I picked up the book. I looked at the book. Did you? What did you think of the book? I, I think I got a lot out of the books to read. <laughs> <laughs> you up, yeah. Okay. Cool. When I finish the Eisner book, that'll be my next book to pick up. There you go. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so these are eleven of what she deems as the wildest jobs in Walt Disney World, and I'm curious to see what you guys think of the jobs. Is this something maybe you'd want to do yourself? Sure. Because uh, I figure I'd talk about this since my you know a couple of shows back. We talked about the bus service being uh, limited, and so you know the bus thing was like my retirement plan. And then, you know I had the hopeful idea that maybe they reallocate bus drivers to other routes to facilitate things, but no, chances are they'll probably just fire those guys because they could save money. And as Danny alluded to, my there goes my retirement plan. Yeah. So this is your next retirement plan. Well, I'm searching. We'll see. 
We'll see. I'll maybe. Write. These are possibilities I can consider. You take some University of Phoenix classes, maybe, and yeah. learn how to do some of these jobs. Evaluate your options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like con- that. Consolidate and, uh, you know, maximize my resources in the uh, Wu-Tang Clan. That's it. That's it. Keep the proportion alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The preposition and all that kind of stuff. That's it. That's it. The Constitution is alive. All right. So you're ready for job number one. What is it? job number one? Then she I'll just read her titles and I can kind of summarize everything that she wrote. But she titles this part. Ranch hands can be found in various areas of Walt Disney World. Ranch hands. Ranch hands. Ranch hands. Ranch hands. Uh, what they're responsible for. Um, they're common to Walt Disney World, of course, because we have Fort Wilderness and whatnot. Uh, but you'll see them in the Tricircle D Ranch. Uh, they're responsible for leading trail rides, giving tours of barns. Um, you know, sometimes they'll go to the Magic Kingdom to lead horses through parades. And uh, sometimes they'll be leading the horse and carriage to pick up a Disney bride. That kind of stuff. Oh. And so you'll have to, with the bride thing, you'll have to wear the wig and the powder wig and all that the outfit and stuff. What about that job? What do you think of that? You want to be a ranch hand? I'm, I'm picturing Jack Palance and City Slickers. <laughs> <laughs> One arm push up? On the Disney Tricycle Ranch. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the secret of being a ranch hand is? One thing. <laughs> you stick to that one thing. The rest don't mean <laughs> Every time I hear think of ranch hands or ranchers, I think it, there's a, like an old, old song from when I was younger that I used to hear. I don't know if you call it. It's like, I want to be a cow. And the song goes, I want to be a cow. And you could be my rancher. I want to be a cow. <laughs> and you could squeeze my udders. <laughs> no, but there's this rapper that has a song by that same name. Oh, really? I'm a cow. Yeah, she has a song. MC by Utter? <laughs> MC Utter. <laughs> That's a Doja Cat. I thought he was talking Doja about uh, was it Walton and Johnson? Kid Rock. Like, I want to be a cowboy. cowboy. Oh, yeah, no, so I no. thought he was talking about it. First. No, this was. I think this. I got it from this old Walton and Johnson show. This was this. This is a morning radio act that used to play down here in New Orleans. Okay, uh, but yeah, they used to play that thing all the time. I want to be a cow. <laughs> you could be my rancher. All right. <laughs> I want to be a cow, <laughs> and you could squeeze my udders. <laughs> <laughs> it's very romantic how you say that. Yeah, bro. you like that? <laughs> Not really. But so I'm is that you something you guys would want to do? It doesn't sound wild. wild. So uh, that's Val- the funny thing. She titled it wild, but I don't think this kind of wild. It just sounds wild. like nature. Valentine's yeah. Day ideas, p- perhaps. <laughs> Find that song. Be a ranch for, hand. Yeah. Play it for your significant other. Significant, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. When I think of ranch hands, I think of how my hands look after I eat salad, but you know. Ew. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> oh, I didn't know my hands would take on a specific look after eating salad. A little messy when I eat my salad. That's, yeah. a, that's some of your foodie pictures you take? Yeah, but usually it's well, just with like, a beard what? that big, what would you expect? Yeah, you can't stop it up with your Ranch hair. beard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a ranch beard. Ranch beard, baby. It's like one, maybe two digits, but I don't know. That's a new that pirate day. movie, Ranch Beard. <laughs> ranch Beard? Ahoy, there'd be the sour cream in his beard. <laughs> <laughs> the porn parody. Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, no, it doesn't sound too wild per se. I mean, it just sounds like if you like it's wild because it's in nature. It's wow, yeah, you in the barn and you stuff. in the bush and the ranch and your hand in oh, ranch. Like I said, if Curly was your lead ranch, <laughs> that might be fun. City Slick, yeah, it could yeah. be fun. Could I be mean, fun. Uh, you know. what about uh, maybe Alexandra Doucet? Do say, do say, do say. Yeah, she's uh, she could do that job. She she works she does she does do horse yeah you're right yeah and she's a good retirement plan for her i think that'd be good right no that's not a it doesn't sound like a wild job just if you love no yeah you love animals and you love being outside then that's the job for you so it wouldn't be for me yeah if you got a hay fever don't do it yeah yeah no you like picking up horse crap you do it 
I'm not a fan of that. So, manure? Yeah, manure. Manure? Yeah, manure? yeah, take that. In Spanish? Take that, but what you call it? Manure? Yeah, take, yeah, you take Man That's Ray. That's not Spanish. And all that. Take Manny Pacquiao, all that, scoop that out. Manny Ray? Yeah, Manny Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Manny Ray Vegas. Yeah, you take yeah. all that out. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. So this is the next job. I, I would actually could kind of consider. I just have to get my scuba diver uh, licensure. Oh, off. okay. But uh, she calls this part. Scuba divers or attraction machinists are responsible for maintaining water attractions after Disneyland closes each night. That's intense. That yeah. would be kind of neat. I mean, granted, this is the overnight job. So you're usually working from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Of course, when the park is closed. Underwater? Uh, underwater, I guess. Yeah, but well, you gotta go underwater. Drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah what I'm just saying, but you. Yeah, it's I not mean, that deep, too. You know I mean, you realize even the rivers of America is not terribly deep. But I guess you, you know, if you're gonna be down under there working stuff, you might as well have a scuba. Outfit. Ah, okay, yeah. that sounds like a wild job. That does sound like a wild. Yeah, job. yeah. like yeah, especially like if you know, you like, especially in Florida where you see alligators tend to sneak into waterways. Yes. <laughs> And that would around. be a wild job. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would be kind of. I mean, and also think about what you would find that guests lost overboard. Ooh, wow. you know the money they dropped. Right, could be money, could be butt plug. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> butt plug, right? <laughs> That's what I thought he said. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh. I picture somebody like going, you know, I don't know, going down the oh. waterfall in the pirates and they sneeze and it comes out. With a butt plug, like <laughs> yeah. their ass muscles was that relaxed that the plug just fell right out. No, the they, were, they were so abrupt of a drop, they didn't expect it and they sneezed and it just kind of shot out. <laughs> <laughs> Again, wild job. Again, oh. wild job. <laughs> hey, hey, mom, look at this. Look at this dreidel I found, Mom. Oh, look at this toy Smurf house. <laughs> poor, oh. poor Scuba Steve. <laughs> oh, that's that's a retirement plan right there. That's what like, I got to get a new job. I just found a butt plug underwater, but I used it to save me from getting eaten by the alligator. So yeah, I know, right? And, and it, go. You and bunked it, him on the nose with it and you stopped attacking. Exactly. Boy, that's a shark. Sorry, that's you do that to a shark. And late, later on, Scuba Sam, Scuba Steve's father, shows up and says, hey, uh, hey, little boy, uh, this is my friend, uh, Scuba Steve, doesn't appreciate having to clean up butt plugs <laughs> out of the rivers of America. So. <laughs> Maybe That's you shouldn't. <laughs> Learn to tighten that, that butt muscle. <laughs> you gotta clinch up. You gotta clinch up before you go on the ride. <laughs> but yeah, there's a story to be told of everything that's lost in the water, right? <laughs> well, I would. Minus the butt plug? Yeah, I, I would be curious to do that job. <laughs> well, you know, I, I tell you what, somebody might have found in the 90s at Walt Disney World that I dropped into the Pirates of the Caribbean water is my camcorder battery. Oh. Oh. I can, like, you know, uh, I was filming something and then I was like, oh, no, I'm running out of battery. So I, before the, I was struggling real fast to change batteries before I hit the falls. Needless to say, I failed miserably. And when I came out, to where the you know pirate scene, pirates attacking the fort. Yeah, I didn't have a battery in my hand, <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine it's somewhere in the falls. So that's why you weren't so concerned about your butt plug because you lost your battery. I lost my battery. That's right. right. Yeah, your butt plug. Yeah, I can get another one of those. Yeah, battery. 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 <laughs> I know battery. I need those things are expensive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that when he started to tell that story? Did you feel kind of tense because like I don't know what he's gonna say? He lost <laughs> it's battery. No big deal. No, no. no charge of battery. I appreciate. Well, the it's those big battery packs too because they're back big back in the days. I appreciate the swerve because I was like, I don't know where he's going to go past butt plug, but he's capable. I'm sure his battery was shaped like a butt plug. <laughs> Rechargeable nonetheless. 
It makes for a wild job. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I me, mean, you know. Me underwater, you never know what you're going to find. Under the sea, there's a butt plug right there. You'd be like an underwater Indiana Jones. What <laughs> <laughs> a treasure to find. That's right. The butt plug. Everything's got a story. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay. Yeah. I would like to do that. that would be you would like to do that job? Yeah. Yes. You learn the scuba diving and all that? Just kind of I would. That, that's that's, even, kind of that's even an impressive thing to say that you do for a living. What, you if, you, what if you like you were in charge of scrubbing the aquarium at the Living Seas? Would you do that? Mm. Would that be enough? You know, with the sharks and everything in there? Yeah, and man. man no. It'd be wild. That's a cage, right? No. 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 You man it up. These are Disney sharks. They don't eat. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you <laughs> sing them a song or something and they sing with you. You got to bop them in those. Yeah, I don't think they'll like that. They'll remember you. Well, well you know, every there. Disney shark's like Jabberjaw, so yeah. they're all cool. They're, no, they're like they're vegetarians. They're French are friends, not food kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah They've all would, made the the solemn oath. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a that's a big job though. You can't. That's a lot of. That's a big. Yeah, it's a big aquarium. Yeah, because you can fit aquarium. you can fit the spaceship ball in there. Yeah, I remember that episode of Full House where they went to Disney World and uh, Joey and. Uncle Jesse were like DJs and they were broadcasting in the little pod in the middle of the living seas. And then they had to swim up after it was over with to get back. And they were all scared because there were sharks everywhere. Hmm, that was that. actually like an episode of Full yeah. House. Cause I remember like, cause I never watched my sister used to watch it, but it was Disney. So I had to watch. And I remember seeing that and like, Oh my God. Cause you know, you see that yeah. little thing in the middle of the living seas. It's like, that's kind of cool. Um. So anyway, that that being the idea behind it was it. It's been years, so I could my details of it could be lost somewhere to time. But I'd go back, and I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere or some I'll subscription service. Yeah. yeah, but they they did show that where they were broadcasting in the middle of the living seas. How did that? Had to swim up through the sharks. So you would do this job? No, not oh. a chance in hell. <laughs> we're going on the Disney cruise, and they're like, "Hey, who wants to go scubaing?" I'm like, "No, you want the scuba." I did a scuba in Typhoon Lagoon. That was awesome. And I was still scared. And those sharks were about as big as my forearm. Yeah. I don't want to see anything. You know, you don't want to see mama shark or daddy shark. No. As big as me. No. Uh -uh. Or grandpa shark or grandma shark. No. Grandpa shark. Eat your ass. Yeah. (laughs) Run away. Don't they smell fear or something like that? I don't think they smell much underwater, but maybe they sense it. Okay. Like, I don't, well, I don't know. Maybe they do they like should. the Aquaman stuff. <laughs> that bitch be scared. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but they said they could smell like blood or sense blood or something. So yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe they can sense that kind of. I, I mean, know. no, I only say that because like when I used to work at the at the zoo and be in the aquarium, like I would see the people that would go there would dive to feed like all of the different animals. But like that's just a different mindset of of person. Like they like they love animals more than people. So as far as they're concerned, like a. You're like, oh, a shark, he's just our friend. I'm like, yeah, but that's like a 450-pound friend. Like, you know, you don't piss him off. So, But they I say- I don't judge you by your weight, Eli. Yeah. Well, I ain't 450 <laughs> pounds even. I ain't trying to eat you. You know? But that's the problem, Eli. <laughs> You're not trying to eat me. <laughs> you don't talk to me no more. <laughs> That's what Eli called his uh, ex-wife when he was dating her, a 450-pound friend. Hey! Ain't <laughs> hey, my wild of the life. Ain't that. Like, I can smell the $2 in your bill fold. <laughs> right? No, so, um, yeah, but they were, I think, like, some of them are, are kind of trained as well. Like, okay. I don't think you just pull them straight out of the ocean and, and then toss them in. I think they're, like... They're accustomed. Usually, yeah. Acclimated or whatever, whatever right. the word is. Yeah. So that might be a little easier for you. 
You know, they might be trained already, so I wouldn't. Probably it's not enough to make Danny want to do that. No. Yeah, I hear that. Not a bit. It's just the part of being underwater. Like, okay, the initial part of that list, the the first place you said. With the ranch hand? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Oh, the. uh, You're still in the scoop. Oh, when you're like doing the Jungle Cruise or like any of the water rides. Yeah, the show. Yeah, like. Splash Mountain, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. I'm good with that. Okay. But yeah, like you said, the living seas where it's like, because you're just immersed. I mean, so you're down there. I mean, that's like maybe what? Three. Or at most of, of, yeah. of air down there. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. You have to trust equipment. At least in the other ones, that could be like, oh, the oxygen ran out. That's okay. I'll I stand up. Right. Yeah, you I'll stand, stand up. up. Yeah, okay. There, you just I like, you. I'm all worried about the shark eating me, but oh, yeah, I'm at the bottom of this tank, and it's going to be tough to kind of get out if my tanks don't work. I, look, I, I don't want to be touched by, I got a fish phobia thing. Like, I don't want to be touched by no fish. Like, I eat fish. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll Eat it, prepare it, all that kind of stuff. Fine, but live fish, I got a phobia. I don't want to touch nothing. You're gonna they just get nope. up on the, take the little nope. right, so I did it one time, didn't like it. When you go to Castaway Key, Daddy, don't do the swimming with the stingrays thing. No, That'll no, probably no freak you yeah, out. they threw that out there. They were like, "Hey, go swim with a dolphin." No desire to swim. Why do people want to swim with dolphins? I don't get it. My sister is all gung ho to swim with dolphins. I don't understand. They don't try the f- to eat you. They smile when you show up. Everything. Yeah, but what's the honor of swimming with them? Like. I don't get it. You know, you need like Flipper. I never watched Flipper. It was before my time. Look, the, the dolphin look happy. They, they let you hang out with them. Ain't no way I'm keeping them. up with a dolphin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the dolphin will swim circles around me. Oh yeah, no, but that's why they have you. Don't they have you like hold on to the fin or something a little bit and as it swims with? I don't you? think it's like Sea World. I don't think they do that. No. Yeah, they should. I think you're just in the <laughs> pool with dolphins and you pet them and you throw fish in the mouth. Oh, that's well, probably is. about what it is. And they get there again. I don't even want to touch the fish that goes in the dolphin's mouth, let alone touch the dolphin. You are very particular, sir. I am very particular <laughs> yeah. about being touched by aquatic yeah, sea life. Yeah, and then Daryl Hannah may pop up at any time. Right. Oh, mermaids now? Yeah. We go to the mermaids? Maybe. I'll swim with a mermaid. I will swim with a mermaid. You could talk to her. You yeah, I, I will. Yeah. yeah. Well, the splash mermaid, maybe not like the Pirates of the Caribbean mermaids. Those are freaky. Oh, those they had to try to eat you. Oh, the Little Mermaid mermaids. Yeah, th- those things didn't even last in the ride. They were like there for like two weeks. They broke <laughs> and it broke. And they're they like, broke. yeah, no one cares about this yeah. movie. Forget it. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe how about this next job? So you, okay. you guys are visual artists. How about this sure. one? So at Disneyland Paris, you can find a cast member mm-hmm. um, sculpting art from fruits and vegetables. So they'll take like they have a picture of this dude with a watermelon. He's making like a whole kind of flower pattern in it. Ah. Display kind of stuff. And uh, according to this uh, article, it says Cyril Sorrell could be the world's only Disney employee to carve art from fruits and vegetables. That's a tough craft. Yeah, that is a tough craft, especially to the level of detail that this guy does. And I'll post a link in our show notes, guys, so you can see this. Or if you're in the group, go ahead and look for that from uh, my cousin Harry's article that he posted. Well, what do they do with the fruit after they carve it? Is it just to look at or can you take it home with you or what's the... Well, I think it's What's like on display, like to make it look pretty. I, uh, that would be my guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the. Well, appe- I mean, like, okay, on a cruise ship, they'll have like a fruit buffet and then they'll have like a couple sculptures, like you said, to make it look pretty. Right. So I'm trying to imagine, like, is he in the park doing this or is it at a restaurant in the park? He's in the park doing this, I believe. So just out in the middle of the, yeah. Just out in the middle of Main Street, just be like, hey, get get your pineapples, sir. What you want? What you you want a group pineapple? Well, according to Sarkley, he does it for he does these carvings for VIP dining guests. Oh. Mm. Yes. So he he's done like uh character portraits on watermelons and pumpkins. You know, you can they say you can find them outside of Sleeping Beauty's castle. Uh but you can't purchase any of his stuff. 
I mean, that's got to be the only thing is, is that's got to be really tough on the hands. I mean, I would not be surprised if this guy has some sort of carpal tunnel or something because <laughs> that's a lot. I'm looking at it and that's very the detail, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure he uses a stencil or some sort. Or some kind of cutting thing. Yeah. yeah to carve exact out that knife. level of detail. Um, it's pretty thick. Would I do that? When I do that, I, I would, but I wouldn't want to do that for my permanent job because I'd be yeah. tired of that really quick. But yeah, I was going to say, you may, you better be at home practicing. You better be like carving Wolverine out of an avocado. Or That's something. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never work again. <laughs> don't don't green, start yeah. with the pineapples. Yeah, start with no. the avocado. Get a, get a little apple. Work your right way. There. Yeah. A little like Spider Man apple. Maybe a pear. Guacamole. Work your way up to the watermelon. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm with that. Get a grapefruit, cut it up. The good thing is, this article does say that he hands out carved apples to children. Oh, well, that's nice. To that book. So that's kind of nice. You get a carved apple. Cool. You get a Kiwi Mickey. Everybody get a Kiwi. <laughs> kiwi Mickey. Who wants Kiwi Mickey? All right. So this next shot might be kind of cool. You All know, right. No water involved, no ex- ex- extreme uh, uh, skills. But um, each, it, this one says, each animatronic inside Pirates of the Caribbean is dressed by a Disney cast member. And basically what it is is like, you know, they change the clothing in the, on the animatronics so that uh, every day that the ride opens, it looks like it's brand new. All the colors are vibrant. The clothes looks. They change the clothes every night? I don't know if it's every night. It doesn't really say that, but yeah, I'm sure it's off enough to warrant having to say that sounds job. crazy. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if they have a whole team or maybe they just change them. They're on a rotation. Like maybe this scene gets their change and then the next night another scene changes and stuff. I, it, it didn't really go into detail with that, but <clears throat> they, uh, you know, they say that these pe- these clothings are attached by Velcro and um, two rides like Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Splash Mountain, Small World. And so they're, they're responsible for frequently changing these things out. And so they said that costumes are replaced every four to six months. So ah. I don't know if they do a one full swoop. I'm sure it's like a rotation. You know, it's got to it's got to be like a rotation because that that'd be a lot of manpower to try to do it overnight. Everything yeah. over there. A, yeah, you have to bring in the whole damn crew to do it in one night. Yeah, so I guess it's enough work to have cast members dedicated to that task. What do y'all think? Would you just want to change clothes? I mean, the only cool thing is you get to see the animatronics bare naked up close and see all the mechanics. But that's about it. That's what I was gonna say. Well, they worried that the the animatronics are gonna stink or something, and that's why they're like, getting <laughs> fresh clothes. Like, well, they get the clothes get a little ratty and moldy being there, and the watery the and dank, the and dank. a little dank dink. Yeah, but dank dink. I'm thinking like, can I tell you? Like, I'm already plotting the next mannequin movie <laughs> like, <laughs> off of this. <laughs> like Andrew McCarthy is alone in Pirates of the Caribbean, and he's dressing the redhead, and she comes to life. And you know, wackiness ensues. <laughs> Tries to stab him first time out. Like, what are you doing? Right, and they have the stereotypical '80s gay ca- character. What was his name? I I, I just know it's Meshack Taylor. There you go, Meshack Taylor. Meshack Taylor. Yeah, wow. and he's there, and he helps teach him the meaning of true love, and oh. yeah, mannequin and as stuff. He, as yeah. he changes clothes every night, or right? Six months. He only sees the mannequin for six months, so mm-hmm. like he builds up what to say after talking. So if any of you listeners out there want to collaborate on that script, just drop me a line and Ooh, we'll, we'll work that out. Mannequin, awesome. yeah. I like it. Mannequin 3. I don't see how this is a wild job again, though. I don't see how putting clothes on a thing that can't fight back. Well, if they come to life, they could come. Yeah. And, and the cool was like a Terminator. Now you go. Not, next it plot. could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a blend of Terminator meets Mannequin. <laughs> yeah. Like he falls in love with a Terminator <laughs> who's conflicted because she got to kill him. Sir Mannequin. Mannequin for Judgment Day. Yeah. <laughs> Come with me if you want to put the clothes on. <laughs> like I could fl- I'll be naked. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. 
wash day, nothing clean, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely not a wild job. No, no not, it not definitely it sounds house. tedious for sure. It does, but yeah, hey, it, it's kind of it's an interesting job. I mean, Again, it would be overnight jobs. So you'd right. be working when the were of traction. Do you then just say, did you destroy the old clothes, or you wash them and then put them back on? I don't know. Maybe they ship it off to Africa or something, or China. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to watch the clothes. All those poor people with viruses and stuff like that. And <laughs> yeah. The coronavirus. They're wearing like, uh, you know, like Saints Super Bowl or whatever. <laughs> uh, t-shirts from 2020. Right. And uh, and <laughs> Pirates costumes. <laughs> the Somali Pirates. That's where they get their outfits. I was just saying like, yeah, because I'm imagining to save money, you want to take the clothes and be washed because you don't want that added expense of having the clothes like recreated again. So. I would imagine, yeah, they would wash it. Yeah. Would I do this job? No. That just would be, to me, that would be just weird. I would do this before I went in a scuba tank with, you know, sharks. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess it comes right down to if you were at a party and then somebody's like, what do you do? Like, oh, I work for Disney. What do you do at Disney? The better to say, deal with the scuba tanks or, I, you know, I clean, uh, put clothes on naked machines. I'd, I I'd do that just so I could say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's I just that matter. I, I think I the put clothes one. on naked machines. Yeah, naked machines. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, it is. Hot Wheels. That's my nickname. Hot Wheels. <laughs> Probably like selling pictures of what like the redhead looked like with her clothes off and stuff like that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like have like a private website for like that kind of stuff. Man, that, everyone's got a kink. That's true. <laughs> Everyone's got that on eBay. Put that on eBay, make some extra money on the side. That's true. Oh That's man, a good point. Entrepreneur, you are. They catch him and he got to declare himself a sex offender around, <laughs> around attractions. So he's got to stay within six, what hundred feet of attractions. You can, no, you can't be in hundred feet of museums. The museums, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Any wax sculpture. Mam Tussauds banjo. <laughs> any stores with mannequins. Right, right. Can't go to the mall. Oh, terrible. God. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's all right. Gonna but all right, so this next shot, maybe this is, <laughs> I don't know. It, it goes along with the whole uh, uh, fruit carving thing, but this is a little different. But uh, this one says, chocolate tears can be found working in Dizzy Springs um, in Walt Disney World. So at this place called G- the Ganachery, you know, their entire job is candy. So what they do standing up, the great thing is that you stand up. It's a small shop. Um, you it's basically, a small shop. Right. So you're standing up. <laughs> it's a small shop. But you're standing up making these uh, chocolate creations, uh, these little castles and little people and stuff. And um, you're, you're making things out of candy, basically. Little yeah. people? Yeah. You make little people like little Anna. Little like Oompa Loompas? Because you're in a chocolate factory. You can so do that too. Yeah. Come with me. And everything's edible. And eatable. Means you can eat it. <laughs> in a while. Yeah. So would you do this job? I'd probably eat the job accidentally because <laughs> I like chocolate. I love chocolate. I love it. I love it. But I don't know if I have the artistic prowess to hang making something. I'm looking at this picture of this like this castle that some person made out of candy. And that's, yeah, that's beyond. Yeah, me. I'd give it a shot. But yeah, it, it, it would be an on-the-job learning experience for me. I could make a chocolate teepee. <laughs> that might be out of the closest thing I can get. <laughs> and I'll smooth it out with some fondant. <laughs> because it's also mangled the way I made it. I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> Look, Timmy, I made uh, syphilis. You made syphilis. Did you say syphilis? Yes. Yeah, see, if there were trees, that'd be the one making a little dark chocolate turd swirl uh, <laughs> right next to it. Turd by the look Just a little hide to see if anybody notices it. Mr. Hanky, look. Here yeah, for yeah. See, exactly. Put a little Christmas hat on him. It's yeah. a hidden Mickey turd. Right there, yeah. Put it on the side. Oh, He's yeah. got to be creative. Three yeah. little spirals of hidden Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> put a little 
Put a little turd and little ears on it. Bam. You fade. I want to make that now. I would do this job. Would you? you do the chocolate carpet uh, building or candy building thing? Yeah, this sounds kind of intriguing. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, I'm not really a candy person, so the, the temptation to eat it, not too much, unless they had like, you know, nougat. Because you're it. dealing with stuff where nougat. you got to make it. <laughs> you ain't big on nougat. <laughs> you know nougat? You want to eat nougat. 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 Yeah. nougat. What is nougat? You nougat it. I know it's in a nougat. Snickers, but. It's in a Three Musketeers, too, isn't it? Yeah, it's like caramel. Nuts and I don't know nougat, nougat. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. nougat, but nougat. No, don't you can't nuke this because then you, you can't have nuke a melted nougat. sculpture. Yeah, it'd be bad. You'll want that. It'd be bad. Yeah, they'll walk by and be like, "What is this put on the ground? That's a castle." Well, you know the interesting thing about this, you got some engineering involved because you got to make the dang thing stand. I'm sure they have like some sort of like a know, frame. Prop or, yes, that's what I would think. Oh, okay, like and a there's something you just build this around or something like that. Or, like or, you drape the candy over it. Yeah. Or, or say has some sort of like filament that you just you just make sure that yeah you can just paste this on and there's something or it's probably like some weird cardboard or something or a hard candy skeleton. Skull, skull. No, the yeah. too. Well, he learned to airbrush, so I think he could learn to, to yeah, mold chocolate. That. Yes. that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, you'd be a chocolate tear crafter. Yes, of sorts. That'd be awesome. Eli Wonka. Wonka. <laughs> Eli Wonka. <laughs> um. So this next job doesn't seem too wild to me, but it does definitely seem tedious. Okay. But according to this article, it says one Disney World cast member is responsible for buying the entire theme park's holiday decorations. Oh, just a- one guy? One uh, guy? One guy? That's <laughs> just asshole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you had one job. <laughs> um, it says, according to this, is according to One Day at Disney, the senior facility coordinator is responsible for purchasing every decoration in the parks. That includes larger-than-life Christmas trees, hundreds of ornaments, and tons of garland. Now, I'm sure he has helpers. I was going to say, does Home Depot sell a big <laughs> Christmas light Mickey head? I mean, because it seems to me you can't just buy that. You have to make that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe you have to find ven- uh, uh, manufacturers to create that kind of stuff for you. Sure. All that kind of stuff, yeah. Um, but yeah, I can kind of see this. Like in in New Orleans, they got a thing called Mardi Gras Indians, and they work on their costumes year-round for Mardi Gras uh-huh. which is in this time of year. And that's what they're saying. This article takes about a full year to get everything uh, uh, up and running up uh, together for the following Christmas season. So once uh, this, the, the Christmas stuff is already up, or for instance, they, just, they start working on the stuff for next year. It's not, but that's, yeah, that's kind of wild. But I think you, all you really need is have good shopping skills. That's all shop you is really good. And people that are good around you that shop is good. Basically, I would say the senior facility coordinator would just sign off on that stuff, right? Right. But they have to have a budget, I would imagine. Yeah, he would but, have to balance that budget. I yeah, don't know, man. I think it's obnoxious when they start putting Christmas stuff out at Lowe's in November. Yeah. <laughs> Bypassing Halloween. Right. And now yeah. here you are in like January and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's got candy canes? Dude, what is going on? Oh, that's uh, Bob a, Iger calling. He's is like, a raw uh, anonymous general manager. <laughs> now, uh, uh, yeah, a member of the show. <laughs> yeah, Bob Iger just texted. He said he'd like to talk to you oh, <laughs> after I the show. That. I have lots of good ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, I think Turbo Mannequin is, that's gold. Turbo Mannequin. <laughs> Put that on Disney Plus. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, but, you know, the only thing about this job, I, all right, I will give this job credit on one day. There's got to be a lot of pressure doing this job. Because if you miss one thing or if one thing does not come out right, I mean, you ruin the whole magical spectacle, which is that event. Yeah. A lot rides upon your your skills to deliver. Well, yeah. girl, it's all in the concept of the Disney's uh, attention to detail. You know, you have well, to be well, really, really good at that. But he's just buying the stuff. Yeah. Like, he's not in charge of actually 
putting it out there. Like, what if you buy something and they drop it and it breaks and that, that you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it doesn't arrive in time. Right. Or if it's materials, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Like, if yeah. there's a certain material designers want, it's like, go find this and buy it. Right. We I need mean, a certain, certain amount of this. That's then, a lot of pressure, I would imagine. Yeah. I guess, like, if the supplier that. doesn't have enough of it, he's got to find another supplier to finish the job. Yeah, because this isn't a job that's yeah. like, this isn't a job that you can necessarily hide stuff very well. You know what I mean? Like, if the boss comes out and, like, why them bulbs ain't up there? They fire. Like, you know, like that could that could be your butt if fire. you have this job. Fire. Fire. Why this toy soldier foot missing? Fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you got one toy soldier foot and then an actual human foot. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> limping down Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> the toe sticking out. Like, yeah. It's ruining yeah. the whole magic. What, what, what we got working here? Who the hell? I think he's just got one guy. Like his job is just to be on one thousand bulbs every day, like looking up oh, Christmas yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. it sucks. Man. Wow. That is nuts, and have enough to replenish. So like, yeah. if someone goes out, they can change it immediately. That's crazy, man. All right, so this next job, I think I'd consider this. It's actually not too bad. But she right. titles this: uh, employees wear lots of hats on Castaway Key, Disney's private island in the Bahamas. The yeah. hat wear. They wear a lot of hats, meaning they have a lot of responsibility, different kinds of jobs. Ah, okay, okay. And I've heard about this too. You know, they they have uh, employees that live on that island and they work on that island and they do a a variety of different things. Anything from, you know, like uh, combing the beaches, make sure it's clean for when the next boat arrives, to, uh, you know, working in the restaurants, to greeting guests that come off the boat, you know, helping with customs, all kind of stuff. You got five jobs, man. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) no, right? You lazy. I got eight jobs. Yeah. Yeah, it says here one of the uh, uh, jobs that some of these people do that they greet the guests when they come off the boat. Some of them also dr- uh, drive the trams and you know because uh-huh. they have trams that run back and forth between the beaches, mm-hmm. main part of the beaches and the boat and stuff. So um, they have a bunch of different jobs that uh, you know it's like a limited cask you know uh, that's on that island does because I know some of the boat people also get off the boat and kind of help out with that stuff too. But they only supplement the people on the island. Mm. But you get to live in the middle of the Bahamas, you know, nice little weather, except for when there's hurricanes. That kind of sucks. Well, yeah, that does kind of suck. Know, it's kind of bummer. But then you got a, a guaranteed job because then you have to clean up that mess after the hurricane and get it ready for the next boat. Yeah, but you got like eight <laughs> jobs to do it. Then. <laughs> yeah. The only problem. Hey, man. <laughs> what else am I going to do I on this know. island, man? I got nothing to do on here but drink rum and just sit on the sun, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Next to say, I can't get off this island. Disney won't let me off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say go to the beach and watch the pretty ladies. Oh, no. Yeah. The tree fell down. I better call the crane operator. <laughs> Ring. Hello. Crane <laughs> <laughs> he starts talking to himself. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> you need to go down to clean up this mess. Hold on. I got another call. Yeah, man, man. Yeah. Yeah. Have you greeted the guest yet? Hold on a second. I got another call on the other line to myself. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, yeah, I'm with you. I'm like, you know, it's cool to be the, in the Bahamas, but yeah, not cool to have 20 jobs at the same time. No, like, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'd be exhausted. Like, you had the job from the night before, you had to go greet the guests and then hurry up and, like, put them on the tram and say you get tired and fall asleep. Now you didn't wreck everybody. You drove everybody off into the sand or whatever. But Yeah, dude, that's like Fancy Island hell. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Boss, the boat, the boat. <laughs> Welcome to Work a Lot Island. Yes, I do. Get the clo- get the uh, golf cart. <laughs> uh, yeah, boss. Yes, boss. I just, I just wondered, like, what it would be like to have to fire yourself? That would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> or, or an annual review. <laughs> send yourself to jail. You got to do an annual review on yourself. Inventory. Yeah, auditing yourself. <laughs> and I said, self, self? <laughs> We're going to have to talk, self. <laughs> oh, what is it, self? Well, self, you haven't been holding up your end of the bargain. Self. You knew what I was going to say we before got, I was going to say it. Yeah, of course, self. I, I'm you. 
and you or me. I know, but why can't we work well, this out? I don't know. We're the same. I'm gonna person. have to let you go, self. I was like, yeah. oh, self, I'm very disappointed. Oh man, well, I I'm very you. disappointed in myself. You know, self. Right. <laughs> I see you when you, you get home. <laughs> Oh, when I get home, we're going to talk about this some more. I'll t- let's take it outside. Yeah. <laughs> you punch yourself in the face. <laughs> Start wrestling yourself. <laughs> no, sorry. Then you just hire other people. And then, oh, look, I'll hire another version of myself. Well, yeah, you got a yeah. different wig on this time. <laughs> <laughs> you look in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you take the wig off, talk to yourself, put it back on. <laughs> Would you hire me? Tell me about I your last you. job. Well, my boss was at. <laughs> That's too bad because he gave you a recommendation. Well, it's funny. I, I talked to your boss and he recommended you highly. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, really? I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't know that. Right. Yeah, you sent the mail yourself. <laughs> it's like Fight Club with boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would not do this job. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so no island. Tyler Durden, yeah. you look qualified. Well, yes, you could do it. All right, so maybe we'll go back into the parks, the landlocked parks and stuff, and uh, you could be um, one of the attraction hostess. Hosts. 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 Yes. And so, you know, she calls this dancing with park goers is just one job role associated with attraction hostesses. Dancing with park goers is my Indian name. <laughs> 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 Usually dances with wolves, but, you know, they... Uh, Bans- dances with park they got goers. a little frisky, yeah. so I decided to dance with park yeah. goers. No, this is this is crazy. All right, I, I've never seen um, attraction hostess hits, attraction hostesses or hosts hosts. Yeah, yes, uh, dance with uh, with park, park people. Well, yeah, y'all. No, well, I have, and this is uh, usually what she's referring to is like you know you have the people that run the attractions. And then when parade times comes, and I've heard oh. friends that are cast members, they have parade duty. Okay. So they got the big Mickey hands and the, the little flashlights telling people to not cross and cross. Yes. And they'll, they'll have fun with the music and dance with kids and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, uh. so they're talking about that kind of a job. So mm. it's essentially this job is like additional duties to your normal day to day attraction job, okay. which is kind of funny why that, you know, how she put it in this list. Yeah. But no, that's according to a lot of cast member friends. That's just, that's just another duty you do is parade duty. <laughs> parade. That's your duty. duty. That's your, duty. That's your duty for that night. Just not serving booty. Duty just night. Parade no, duty. no serving booty. You just do parade duty. Because I was say, I thought that was what the job was, was you get to like dance all hot chicks and stuff. Yeah. Then, but that's not You it. could. I mean, you could. You, know, you might yeah. get let go. I don't know. Isn't that the same as just wearing lots of hats? <laughs> yes, pretty much. It's just saying, <laughs> same as wearing lots of hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this seems like less hats. It's only... Well, you're not stuck in an island. Two hats. Yeah, yeah no hurry. Yeah, yeah, two hats. Yeah. You just be ha- hats. You're just happy while you're telling people you can't cross. Yes, yeah. Right. You yeah. get parade duty. You get, a, you get a break in your normal... You can't talk. But you can dance. Yeah. <laughs> For inspiration. <laughs> For inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it on that side of the street, sir. <laughs> Pantomiming him, tell him to stop. All right, so not not so well of a job. Seems no, pretty typical. Not me. bad, but yeah. not bad though. Yeah, not. Bad. All right, so this next job is arborists maintain trees, plants, and nature walkways throughout Hong Kong Disneyland. No, no, <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm no. terrible with plants. I don't do that. No, I wouldn't even touch that. No, because you already know what trees they leave for you in these trees and plants anyway over that. So. Yeah, and if any of our listeners from China want to weigh in on this and explain to us where we're wrong, please uh, call us. But don't come to the studio. Yeah. Don't yeah. come back. You can come, but you can't come down. Right. Not until quarantine's over. Oh, my gosh. You, know, you don't have to stay there, but you can't come here. Right. 
We will look. All opinions are welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna stay over that side. Not all visitors necessarily. <laughs> oh, geez, that's no, good. that's a joke. I'm playing around. Obviously, I know we just having fun. Only because our China numbers are pretty low. Are <laughs> they? Yeah, they're low. I'm, I'm not seeing too many people, and there's a whole country over there. Okay, you know, it may not have liked some of the. Uh, well, they don't necessarily speak their language either. So no, that, that is true. Translate. I just know that. like I just know the beer like Jingdao. You mm. gotta start hiring like Chinese Chinese translators. translators. You can do that. Okay, well, some Chinese translators. That'd be funny. Anyway, for this article, it says that the, the the landscaping over there is maintained by a group of arborists led by the park's first and only female tree specialist, Jackie Ma. Jackie Ma. Oh, and uh, she told uh, the author of One Day at Disney that her job is both unique and difficult, as the arborists have to climb many of the trees they maintain. Uh, and she also has to trim and shape each area of foliage to make them look beautiful. Hmm. So it's kind of like a, a like like bonsai on a big scale. Yeah. <laughs> bonsai on a big scale. Wow. Yeah. I like Karate Kid too. When they had to climb the mountain to get the other bonsai. Yeah. Daniel messed it up. Bonsai. I just can't get over this lady's name. I love this name, Jackie, Jackie Ma. Ma. Yeah. Create a new character. That should be right. She you fights know? with trees. She yeah. sounds like a geisha. Like the, like that should be Project Geisha's like uh, <laughs> secret identity. Like hide a Jackie, Jackie Ma. Ma. Jackie Ma. No, anything that involves climbing in, in trees and trying to cut. No, I don't cut my own grass. So no, I would not be good for this. <laughs> no, I don't like nature. <laughs> I don't like uh, fish <laughs> touching things. I don't like nature. I don't like camping. I, I like civilization. I like electricity, that kind of stuff. You, you know? don't like being out in the bush. No, I don't like mosquitoes. Now, what I would say, okay, let's say, could we be like the head of these departments where you come out and you don't necessarily climb the trees, but you say, hey, you know, well, you, you still climb gotta, the tree. No, you still yeah, got to climb, climb the tree. tree. Their heads don't look right. It's supposed to be a window. It's not a window. Look, uh-huh. they still have executives picking up trash, you know, as they walk through the park. Uh-huh. So it's, it's an expectation that they lead by example. Man, that ain't, man, that ain't nothing yeah. but all Japan. I ain't nobody <laughs> listening to that. <laughs> nothing but ultra yeah <laughs> picking up trash and nothing telling somebody look you see that tree make it look like a mickey that's that's, that's climate that's true executive know-how exactly <laughs> thank you for understanding that's right, that's right. like yeah. i climbed that tree you climbed the tree ain't you getting 575 that's right you better get on that you climbed i want to see a, a goose that's right that mickey eye ain't gonna fix itself <laughs> trim that dank eye <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got that dank eye right i don't now. look right painted or something you go on now evil. Jackie Ma, tell him what to do. Yeah, I don't manscape and I don't landscape. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we'll move on to the next job. (laughs) More than you wanted to know, listeners. Are you kidding? Daniel Mania. (laughs) I'm just saying, of all the things that have been said so far on this show, that's the one that went too far. Well, no, no. I mean, no, the butt plug yeah, thing is yeah, totally yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally good. Great. Yeah, yeah. That, that was like crossing. Manscaping. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. man, see, no big deal. That's it. Well, but speaking of that, uh, maybe this one's more y- y'all speed. Um, she calls this the exteriors of many Disney attractions are actually optical illusions created by a cast member. Okay, that's a weird title. I don't know why she did it like that. Okay, but basically, it's 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 uh, cast members that are responsible for maintaining that illusion. You know, by replacing like plastering and and the painting and the rock carving, making sure when they re- patch up things, uh, it doesn't mess up the illusion. Yeah, that makes more sense because yeah. here it makes it sound like you know, like some people are like David Copperfield, right? Or right. You know? Mm-hmm. Right now, this is basically what it is, is maintaining that illusion and make sure that when they do repairs and stuff, that the illusion is not destroyed by yeah, like an out of piece of 
plaster that's just sticking out there. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I just figured like they just shoved Penn and Teller in front of like a, a piece of broken rock. <laughs> I am Penn. This is my part and Teller. And you can't see it because there's rock broken over here, but I'm going to take these three balls and you're not going to be able to follow them. And <laughs> I thought was, that's what they were referring to. I thought you were going to say yeah. it was going to be like David Blade like walking yeah. across a oh, tightrope. Yeah. Like he levitates himself and yeah. then doesn't eat for four days. You're right. And then you look up at him while right. somebody hurt him and fixes everything <laughs> at the bottom. Yeah. Right. And give the thumbs up. All right, go on. You can eat now. And that's yeah. better than putting those stupid walls in front of <laughs> that's, that's true. Just put yeah. magicians in, in, front, in front of attractions. Penn and, and Teller just, like magicians. Right. Yeah. Magicians. Nothing to see here. Nothing yeah. to see here at all. I like, got three balls. Like, who <laughs> wants to see pictures fly out of a hat? There you go. Boom. All right, fix it. Go, go, go. Teller's going to talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jackie Ball, tell him what to do. There you go. So that's a job y'all do. Y'all, y'all maintain that illusion. I would, I would, I yeah, would maintain. Yeah, yeah. I would get to climb that. on the, you know, like matter. Like to be an illusionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be kind of fun. That's like making. You, back you get to be outside. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right, right, right. So I'm gonna make that. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, to this uh, ref, uh, this next job, she this is the last job actually on this list. She says some of Disney's custodian workers are also artists, and what is she referring to is the. You know, when they fill up that little uh, the sweet bin bucket and they put water in it and they draw things on the concrete. Yeah. That kind of a thing. That yeah. kind of a job. I think that's that'd be a fun. cool. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. Yeah, except for the cleaning up part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you still got to be a janitor. Yeah, custodian, that's but, you know. the part that sucks. It's like, no, excuse me, uh, stop drawing your Mickey Code V. <laughs> Go clean up yeah. the vomit and, you know. You get to be like Bert <laughs> for a couple of times. A scuba. Right. Screeber and stuff, my janitorial. Like, Alex, cut, cut that picture off. Got some vomit for you to clean up over here. Get on to Protein it. spills. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that sounds like a fun job, right? If you tell them in your interview that you want to interact with people or you want to talk to people, like you're going to be a janitor because you're going to get to talk to a lot of people. You're going to come into contact with more people than anybody else. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. You're more frontline than any other. You're going to come into yeah. contact with people. Rotovirus, <laughs> scooters, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all kind of stuff. All like starting yeah. doors cheering, yeah, yeah. But the, it's not like the people are like, "Oh, I've been looking to talk to the custodian all day." You know, you're just like, "Oh, I need a Casper." Oh, here's one in white, right? That's the thing, right? Like they're everywhere. So you know, if you need directions, oh, there's a there's a guy sweeping up over here. Let me ask him. Mm-hmm. But the guy sweeping up always look busy. You never want to disturb the guy that's sweeping or cleaning. Uh, some people don't care. No, no. we don't care. No, that's true. I'd be cleaning up vomit and they'd they, they be like, hey, what time's the three o'clock parade? Like, I'm cleaning up vomit over here. It's like, motherfucker, three o'clock. I mean, it's Actually, like it's at two now. <laughs> it's at two. You're right. You're right. Hurry up. Just blew the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I saw an article that had quoted something like that. It's like, what time is the three o'clock parade? Well, no, it's two o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> get your ass on over there. Yeah, no, it'd be kind of a fun job. I don't know how long I'd want to do it, but you know. Yeah, kind of no, job. I mean, it'd be, yeah, if really, if I can just draw, I'd rather like be one of those people sitting in the shops drawing the caricature. The caricature. Kind of yeah, yeah, doing the caricature or drawing characters. You know, like yeah, in the yeah. art of Disney stores. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. That because you're right. You're absolutely right. The Paul, you got to clean. You still have to clean up the whole park, and that's a very mm. tedious job. So yeah, nobody's gonna give like your artistic skills mean nothing. As opposed to making yeah, because sure. they disappear right, like Kaiser Soze. Right. Meanwhile, you got to clean this toilet up. You know, like that's what people focus. So that's where you, you know, that's the crux of your job. So no, I that's the most important thing is making sure that toilet. Right. I'd rather cut the shapes out the fruit than have to. Oh yeah. Do that. Yeah. The fruit cutter. I'd be a fruit cutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's okay. me. Never heard it put like that. Yeah, before. I'd like to put stencil on fruit, cut it up. That'd be Eli the fruit cutter. There it is. 
Very nice. Well, there you go, guys. Like 11 of what she calls the wildest jobs. I wouldn't say they're all wild. I would not say those are the wildest jobs. So, I think so, if I yeah. sit here and think about it, I can think of wilder jobs. A wilder job? Yeah. Hmm. Wilder job. Wilder jobs? At I mean, Disney, just at the park? Yeah, just like, you know, in general, think, yeah. like in general. How about, like, how about um, the person that, that plays or uh, the, the friend of Tinkerbell who has to go down the, the dang rope every night? Ah, that's a wild that's job. A wild that's job. a wild job. Very wild job. Very, very true. What about Divine? Oh, that's a wild job. That that's is wild. a wild Literally job. wild. Yeah. <laughs> She's in the wild. She's got a camouflage and then... And the way you move? Yes. Her movements just... Woo. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. That's a that's a wild job. Wild job for me would be like the pyro guys that set off the fireworks every night. There you oh, go. Oh, man. Because you got to think there's a misfire somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> there's a misfire on New Year's Eve, and you know, that's just me. And they got to like, you know, douse the rooftops with water afterwards. Yeah, look yeah, for yeah. like little fires that might occur. I just that's think they're, they're, their fireworks shells are much bigger than what I can buy. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with those things. So that's... That's a wild job. Maybe the difference here is that they're giving you jobs that are performed. No, because there are a couple of these where they say it was only performed by one person. Yeah. Like the the buying of the Christmas stuff. So yeah. I'm trying to think about like something that would be uh, done by a bunch of people. I mean, what about those stunt drivers for like the different like car shows? Yeah, they don't like, do that anymore. Yeah, Lights, motors, action. That was kind of wild. Over, yeah. But that was a wild job. It was um, a wild job, yeah. Hmm. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, look, like you say, yeah. I mean, buying a bunch of decorations is a serious job, but it's not a wild job. Yeah, you know, um, the scuba one, I give them credit on that. You go scuba, yeah. You go scuba with sharks, yeah. What about all the alligator wranglers that they have to employ to get all the alligators out of Disney World? Shh, like whenever that comes in, job. like when an alligator influ- <laughs> infiltrates a uh, Splash Mountain. That's a wild job. That's a wild, yeah. That is a wild. That would be a wild job. Mm-hmm. I could say that. We should put a one day. We should, we say this every time we do a list show. It's like we should put a list together one day. Well, we should. I mean, we should. Our list would be you know what we should do. We should. We should keep track of the list that we should be putting together. That's true. Yeah, I know, Kirk. Maybe you've kept track of that, Kirk. All the lists that we talk about doing. I'm sure our list would involve people being close to death, though. Like that's the that would be the that would be. Well, when you define wild, yeah, <laughs> there's got to be a little element of danger. danger. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. You know, a little dangerous. Yeah, how about the person that has to go and like you know pick up the lion, you know, or something like that. What about the person who's responsible for evacuating the skyline? <laughs> uh, I, I was about to say the guy that has to lubricate the little wheels on the skyline. Oh, yeah, oh. The, the, them too. Yeah. Very, very He's got to get up there and squeak, squeak, squeak. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's like the, the Tin Man's yeah. old can. Well, anyway, yeah, cool. Interesting. Let yeah. us know if there are any other wild jobs that you might have encountered yeah, that you would add to this list. Oh, this is definitely a Facebook post because, yeah, yes. give me some time to think about it a little bit. I'll come up with more. Yeah, absolutely. And we could talk about this in the group. My Week in Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. Join us in there and we can continue the discussion over there. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode, man, that we appreciate, and thanks for listening, man. Of course, look, www.magicrowway.com is a place to find everything, and we definitely appreciate you listening to the show. We hope to be back live and in studio the next time you are listening to us. Exactly. So if you're thinking, hey, man, I'm, I'm Facebooking these guys' messages during the show, I, how come I didn't hear it? Mm-hmm. That's because we didn't record it during that particular week. We recorded this maybe like, like last year. Who knows? Yeah. So <laughs> please don't be mad at us for missing a week. Appreciate the fact that we thought ahead. 
to make sure that our inconveniences wouldn't be your inconveniences. That's right. There's a lot of love around here, man. <laughs> a lot of love. Yeah. Don't you feel the love? I don't want to feel the love. The love scares me. <laughs> don't, don't be scared of the love. The love comes from across the universe. We're not here recording, but not, we gave you some love. I'm worried about the love coming from across the room. No, the love is good, man. <laughs> Embrace the love. Bathe in the love. Bathe. Oh, this sounds like, so wrong. The face, neck, and chest, man. You bathe. Oh, God. Please wrap this thing up. Okay. <laughs> anyway, guys, we hope you enjoy the show. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Chocolate. Chocolate salty balls. Chocolate Oompa Loompas. Hey, Rob Liefeld here. Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, The Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Life out. out. Yeah, that's one guru. I was talking about another guru. And just like that man said, you can check out the Ivory Comics website. You see all that good artwork that Rob mentioned. But what he didn't mention is that you could always get a link to this awesome podcast so you never miss an episode. That's right. You'll never miss out. You'll never miss out. You can also find me on Facebook.com. So Eli Jiren, I'm always there. As long as you're a real person, you're welcome. But as long as you're a bot, get out. You can also check out Project Geisha on Facebook. So Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram I'm out there too Posting up the likes And the comments So EIV504 You can find me there And of course On Twitter I can be found At Hancock10166 So uh, Merry Christmas you guys And if you appreciate The madness Then you just bring me Some very merry glass Thank you Hey Malikans, It's Lee Your friendly neighborhood Travel agent In addition to making All your Disney dreams Come true Keep in mind, I can always book you anywhere you want to go. I book Royal Caribbean, Sandals, Beaches, Secrets. You want to go to Hawaii, you want to go to Mexico. Just about anywhere you want to go, we can make that happen. And if you're planning that perfect Disney vacation, you're going to be dealing with the Disney Platinum Level Earmark Agency. So give me a call at 832-570-5490. Email me at lee at magicallway.com. As always, please check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. Thank you and have a magical day. Moeekins! Hey, this is Jane from MadHatterRadio.net. If you love Disney Park Audio like my family and I do, please listen to MadHatterRadio.net for park audio music 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm.